0: Hey, Mamas, this is Playfully Faithful Parenting, and I'm your host, Joy Wenling. I'm a seminary grad and children's and family minister turned stay-at-home mom to my five girls. Spiritual parenting is my calling, and it's my passion to help other mamas disciple their kids using the power of play and their own authentic daily walk with Christ. If you're a mama who wants to introduce your kids to Jesus and watch as the Holy Spirit transforms their lives, this is the place for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and see how we can partner with God today. Hello, mamas, and welcome to Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'm your host, Joy, and I batch recorded the last couple of episodes because I was out of town, and so it feels like I have been away from you for so long. I'm so glad to be back with you. But the last two weeks have been really, really great episodes. And if you haven't listened to them, I highly encourage you to go back. Two weeks ago, I had my friend Katie on, who is a fellow certified Connected Families coach, and she shared about a really great Lent activity that we can do with our kids to talk about sin. And make something that is a hard topic, make it playful and really relatable for kids. So that was two weeks ago. And then last week, I had Kina Aragon on, and she just has some really spectacular books. So this coming week, or this week we're in now, I am gonna be posting about a giveaway in the Facebook group for those three books. So make sure you are in the Facebook group so you can win those three books of Kina's. They are beautiful and my kids are not going to be happy that I'm giving them away. But, but I am thrilled to pass them on and um, share them with you because they are so good. So good. All right, mamas, have you ever... Just heard a word from God, and you're not sure what He's going to do with that word. Well, this has been happening to me for the last couple of months with the word freedom. Now, I don't know what God's plan is with this word, but I know that I feel immense freedom, and it is directly related to my rhythm of play. Play and experiencing abundant life with Jesus through play for myself and with my kids as a family. Those things have really brought me so much freedom. Freedom to be who God created me to be freedom to pursue the things God has for me to pursue, freedom for me to live out my calling and my purpose in a way that I may not have done um, 10, 15 years ago. And it has always been this theme in my life, but it's just um, more and more clear and God keeps refining it. And so recently i just feel this urge to talk about freedom and i don't even know where like where that is coming from besides god and the holy spirit but i see so many parents parenting out of fear when i've worked in churches There were so many people wanting to make choices based out of fear. We are all living lives, not all, a lot of us are living lives out of fear. And I will say, I think there are some differences between fear and wisdom, like acting wisely or prudently. um, And... So I, I'm not saying to be reckless, but I think there are definite choices that we make as parents often that are made out of fear. And the best antidote for that is Jesus. And we talk a lot about fear in Connected Families parent coaching and how so many of our choices, our parenting choices we make out of fear Because either we're trying to control the outcome or we don't have a plan. And so we know we don't know what else to do. And so we make these rash choices because we're afraid of what might happen if we don't do anything at all. And so we have to do something. And so we just threaten to do X, Y, Z, right? But today I just want to spend a little bit of time looking at freedom in scripture. So in John 8, 36, Jesus says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Often, often we are set free by Jesus, but we still let things hold us captive. We don't live into our freedom. It's like we don't know how to be free. And so we still live in that fear, fear of punishment, fear of um, embarrassment or shame, fear of what other people will think, um, fear of death. And that is all um, taken away when we live in the freedom of Christ. And then um, here's where I really want to sem- spend the bulk of our time is in Galatians. So Galatians 5.1 says, so Christ has truly set us free. Now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up again in slavery to the law. Or in the Passion Translation, at last we have freedom for Christ has set us free. We must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past. We are free from the law. There are three types of laws. um, This is my understanding. There are three types of laws in the Old Testament. The sacrificial laws are no longer valid. They have been fulfilled in Jesus. So Jesus has set us free from that law. Now, there were laws that um, God made that were about how we should treat each other and how we should treat Him and respond to Him and be in relationship with Him. And those laws are still um, in place. Um, how, but all of those sacrifices and all those sacrificial laws. And the if this, then that type of laws are no longer holding us accountable. We have been found free in Christ. And going on a little further in Galatians, this is the NLT. It says, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Um, but if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. And I think about this, and our children are our neighbors. All of the things that scripture has to say about how we should treat our neighbors, I think apply to our children as well. Our children are fully humans created in the image of God. Eternity has been created in their hearts from the beginning. It is not like they grow up and become a certain age and are then um, worthy of our respect and worthy of our love and worthy of being called, created in the image of God. No, they are image bearers now. They are created in his image today. And so if it is not a way you would want someone to speak to you or treat you, why would you treat your child in that way? Would you like your boss to come to you in front of your co-workers and call you out in front of everybody? No. Would you think that somebody else should spank or hit you to teach you a lesson? No. Do you want your boss or your spouse to say, go to your room and think about it? Okay. Maybe I do want that one sometimes. I would love to be sent to my room. But when we are hurting the most we do not want to be told go away be alone we want someone to draw near to us the way god does and so our children are our neighbors and this calls us to love our neighbor as ourselves we often i will say there there are broken people right we're all broken there are some broken people who cannot love themselves and that is not who this verse is speaking to. It is not saying to treat yourself treat other people poorly because you're treating yourself poorly. Um, I've always kind of struggled with that part um, about as yourself because there are a lot of people who do not love themselves well, but but we have freedom. We have this ability because of Christ, because of the Holy Spirit, in us to love ourselves and to love others. And it goes on to say, so I say, this is verse 16, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants you to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit desires, uh, desire, and the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of the sinful nature's desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Moses, the law of Moses said an eye for an eye. But Jesus turns that around and says, you have heard it said, an eye for an eye. You have heard it said um, to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, but I say, Jesus says, you are free. He says, you are loved. Now go and love others. Our children need to experience freedom. They need to know what it is like to live fully free without fear of love being taken away. They need to be able to be free to feel safe, to f- be free to be themselves. And that freedom comes from Christ comes from us modeling Christ's freedom in our own lives. When we live in fear of the law and fear of the law of Moses, oh, we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't do this. We can't do that. It is startling. It is also not attractive. And it is, it feels condemning and judgy. And I'm not saying go do whatever you want to do. That's not what this is saying at all. And that's not what I'm saying. But I see so many moms, so many moms living out of fear that they're anxious, they're stressed, they're unable to play, they're only worried about the checklists and the getting everything done and keeping everything clean and they forget that Jesus came for abundant life. Jesus came to set us free. Jesus came so that we are not constantly worried about, am I sinning? Am I out of God's graces? Like, no, you have been set free. When you make a mistake, when you sin, there is grace. There is forgiveness. There is mercy. It has already been promised. We don't have to tiptoe through the Christian life. Walk boldly, Christian mama. Stomp and play and splash in puddles. Walk boldly in Christ's freedom so that your kids might see what abundant life and complete joy looks like. Take control of your life in a way that is God's control is Holy Spirit's control it's take control taking control of your fear and giving it to him and not always worrying am i doing this right and instead wonder hey God how are you going to show up today because he's there he's waiting for you he wants to live this full abundant life with you and so often our fear blinds us to his complete joy, his abundant life, his fullness, his freedom. So mama, as I wrap this up, love, we are going to love God by acknowledging the freedom we have in Christ. We're going to teach our kids by modeling what it means to accept your freedom, By being bold, being bold in your freedom. Claim that freedom. Acknowledge your salvation. You are free from sin. You are free from living under the power of the law. Help your kids to see that and help them to experience that. That they might know they can come to you when they make a mistake instead of hide from you just like God wants us to run to him when we're in trouble instead of hiding from him the way Adam and Eve did. And finally, play. It is pouring down rain here today, which is not good when you're doing a photo fundraiser, right? We were doing outdoor photos and it was raining. We had half of our families cancel because of sickness and rain. Um, but it is okay. We had some fun in the rain with the families who did show up. But play. If it is raining where you are, I want you to go put on a rain jacket, whatever, rain boots. Go splash in some puddles with your kids. Let go of the fear of being cold, being wet, being muddy, being dirty, whatever. Feel the freedom to play. Feel the freedom to walk boldly in that freedom we have in Christ. and You walk boldly with the Holy Spirit guiding your lives. Mamas, on behalf of God, thank you for loving and playing with his kids. I hope you have a great week. Bye now. We talked a lot about fear today. And often as parents, fear shows up in our discipline. We catastrophize every little action or sin of our children, all those misbehaviors. We think, if I don't nip that in the bud right now, they are going to be wild when they are a teenager. What if you didn't have to parent out of fear? What if you had a plan? You knew what you were in control of. You knew what the Holy Spirit was in control of, and you knew how to hand over control to your child for their behavior. Mama, I can help. And it is so freeing to not discipline out of fear, but to discipline out of love and a belief that your child is capable. And for your child to feel safe and loved, called and capable and responsible for their own actions. Those are the messages that I can help you send to your child in moments of misbehavior and discipline. It is such a freeing experience to discipline your kids from the Connected Families Framework. And I want to help you to do that. Send me a message or an email, go to the website, but sign up for a free, free, no money, exchange of hands. It's all free consultation of how it might look in your family for you to not parent out of fear. I want to help you, mama. Well, mamas, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me on Playfully Faithful Parenting. I'd love to keep the conversation going over on the socials. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you felt encouraged or equipped by today's show, do me a favor and leave a review. I can't wait to hear your story. Till next week, keep playing and pointing those littles to Christ.